Abed than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Welcome to Sa- Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, Sunday of a three-day weekend. Oh, boy. Hope you're all doing well. And I wanted to talk about contingency plan. Well, actually, I wanted to talk about something called foreshadowing and how hard or easy it is to do in role-playing games. Movies do it all the time. Books do it all the time. You know? And pardon the rattling up above me. That's my fan. <laughs> it's got a little warm in here. But so foreshadowing is the kind of thing where you set something up that's going to happen later. And there's a couple ways to do it. And there's a way, there's ways to do it where you really don't have to go through that much prep, although it is nice to put it in your prep, in your framework, somewhere. And I'll tell you how to do that after this. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Okay, foreshadowing. Now, foreshadowing, what it does is it's sort of a sort of an omen if you don't know what it is it's sort of a it's sort of a clue as to what may happen in the in the future and that also covers something called Chekhov's gun which means if you establish something it here's the rule like in theater they said if you introduce a gun or even a book if you introduce a gun at the beginning of the story it's got to be fired by the end of the story. What it means, what you mean is, you, you authors and game game writers and things like that, they don't place something in the story that doesn't have a purpose. Now they may clutter their stories up with extraneous stuff to throw off the reader or the player or whatever, but there there's some there's also something called. Uh, conservation of characters, I think it is. Every character you're introduced to is important in a variable way, lesser or greater. So sometimes if you look back, if if the filmmaker or the author of the playwright is really good, they can disguise who, and say it's a mystery, they can disguise who done it. But a lot of times, anybody who's introduced, you've got to think of them as having something to do with the story. It's like when a crime is committed, like say a murder, you know, everyone is a suspect until they're proven not to be suspects. That's just the way it goes. So among that, you might throw in some red herrings or something like that. So what were we talking about? Oh, yes. We were talking about foreshadowing. Now, say someone's going, say an NPC is going to get killed or the bad guy will be revealed, of course. There's little clues you can put into your story that will kind of point in that direction. And like I said, they're not, they're not, they're not necessary. 
what I mean is the, the story flows naturally. And the story, if if you're if you got a good framework, you're telling a story, and it'll automatically give you these little little foreshadowing things if you think about it, because. It just because you're telling the story, just because you guys are playing the game, it just happens. And a lot of these come from the players, as you know, because you listen to what the players say and you go, aha, and then you arrange that. But if they don't, or, you know, things are coming up, you can do your little foreshadowing things. When you sit out and prep an adventure and write the adventure, think about the through line of the plot. Now, I mean through line as in, I should say framework again. Uh, through line as in what here here's here's how you do it because nobody nobody should prep plots as you know. So what do you do because you got to prep something. Well, what you do is you prep the story what will happen if the characters aren't there. What is everybody else doing? And this is the through line that goes through your framework. It may get altered. It may get stomped on. It may it may disappear because of the actions of the player characters. But that's expected. But the things that do happen, if they happen per your framework, that's good. If they don't happen per your framework, that's good too, because that means the players are engaged and active. And if they're messing up somebody else's plans, well, that's where the drama comes in. That's where the action comes in, because they will give you things that can be foreshadowed. And what I mean is it's foreshadowing after the fact, actually. Because if they do something to screw up, screw up a villain's plans, and you think back on what they did, you can say, aha, okay, I'll take that, that right there. That's my foreshadowing. Now, they already did that, and they didn't get it. So I will add something in in adventures to come the adventure to come the rest of the adventure to point to that and all you're doing is pointing back and afterwards that's where you get the great like at the end of the the campus oh man i didn't know he was the one who was helping the bad guy wow well he probably wasn't at the beginning but you guys kind of put it in the game master's head that they did so that's that's reverse to me that's reverse foreshadowing that's backwards foreshadowing but when you're planning the game look at it like i've got a gangbusters game coming up where there's a major plot twist at the end if they get to there but this is the kind of plot twist where it's going to happen regardless because and it's not railroading what i'm saying is it's part of the it, it's it's almost the raison d'etre how do they say it? raison d'etre of why the adventure is happening because of this thing now here here's the thing you i don't feel you're railroading them if you leave that in there and make it happen because that's the thing that drives that's the in, in initial mystery of the game that's the initial problem of the game and it's going to get solved by the player characters one way or another and it will be revealed. You're just revealing something at this point. You're just you're not you're not forcing them down a path. You're not making them do this or that. They will find out about this regardless whether they want to take action on it or not. That's up to them. But it's just some things you just put out there and you just leave it there. 
they pick it up, they pick it up, they put it down, they put it down, they leave it alone. Hey, that's your, not your problem, you know? You, you just go on. You know, afterwards, you said, you know, that thing, that thing here, that was actually that. Oh, man, I didn't know that. It's, you know, it's just no big deal. Uh, or you could just not tell them and keep it for something else. But the point is, that's the twist at the end. How they get there is their problem. Because I will have clues strewn around the scenario that they pick up on. And there will be other extraneous clues that are foreshadowing. And they won't find out until later. Or the best part is if they can put two and two together and think back on that. You could even give them a reminder, maybe an intelligence role or something like that. And say, remember that thing? And the nice thing about it is this doesn't always come out of your prep. This may come out of play. And if you're playing more than one session of the same game, but in between sessions, you can go, okay, they did this and that. Wouldn't it be neat if this thing was actually related to that thing? And make that part of your framework going forward. It's just a lot. It's a nice little, it turns into a nice little Easter egg if they don't figure it out. But if they do figure it out, it makes the story richer. It really does. So think about foreshadowing. Think about what think about the whole before the game think about the whole adventure and what's going on in this world prior to what the pcs are going going to be going through and how that affects the story and what kind of things that can come out of that like i said there's nothing wrong with putting a little foreshadowing in at the beginning but don't get upset if they don't catch it if they like anything else if they don't catch it you either tell them after the fact, the game, after the game's over, or you just put it back in your toolbox and say, okay, we'll use this for something else. And that's, that's the way the game goes. Remember, the game happens at the table. Are you having fun? Are they having fun? That's the point. So these are tools. So I'm not, I'm going to stop lecturing you now. I'm going to go start my day. So if you want to talk to me about this, oldmangrognard at gmail.com, and you can drop me a voicemail on Anchor, of course. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you can help me, you can help out with this program, and I would thank, just like I'm thanking these people here at the end, Jonathan, Oliver, Mark, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, and Daniel, thank you guys very much for supporting me, and Mark C. Walring's The Yawning Owlbear Podcast is a great listen to it, listen to it. <laughs> I'm redundant there. Anyway, so until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.